This is the Data Privacy Detective update for the week of September 23, 2019. Welcome to fall. number of things have happened recently. 20 million people in Ecuador have had their data exposed online. And the data leaks uh, significant. It has names, dates of birth, national identity card numbers, tax ID numbers, employment information. So Ecuador is scrambling to address this breach and uh, look for a new law to be passed by the National Assembly in Ecuador very soon, uh, probably based on many of the principles of the European GDPR. In the United States, the Office of Civil Rights of the Department of Health and Human Services has entered into an agreement with uh, Florida-based Bayfront HMA Medical Center. So what's this, is, what's this about? Well, Bayfront is going to pay $85,000 as a kind of a fine and adopt a corrective action plan to settle a complaint that it failed to provide a mother timely access to records about her unborn child. Uh, interesting problem, and you can see how uh, data privacy and cybersecurity uh, are entering into the affairs of uh, relatively small institutions providing medical care. The FBI is up to uh, uh, secret subpoenas. They've issued a number of secret subpoenas, non-public that is, as part of their counterterrorism efforts. And they're issuing them to a far greater number of companies than had been previously known. Uh, FEI uses uh, secret subpoenas to obtain personal data from all sorts of companies, tech companies, banks, credit agencies, and so on. Um, but uh, the FBI should should be showing, is required to show really a specific and uh, facts that indicate that a target was really the agent of a foreign power not a domestic person, and that the information is relevant uh, to a terrorism, counterintelligence, or some kind of leak investigation. Uh, and, and these subpoenas don't require approval from a judge, at least in the FBI's view. And they're typically accompanied by a gag order so that the companies uh, do not reveal information, posing an obvious uh, clash between the rights of uh, uh, individuals whose personal data is held uh, and uh, the rights of government to uh, keep law and order within its boundaries. A few practical updates. Uh, new iPhone iOS 13 is out, uh, more expensive than prior models. Uh, some people are buying them. We'll see how it goes. And uh, the iOS 13 update is available to download September uh, 19. And there are new privacy features. Uh, the idea is to give users more control over how apps collect and use data. Uh, how, how, how is this being done? Well, de app developers have been using uh, nearby Wi-Fi networks or Bluetooth beacons to track users' locations. And I don't know how many of you have uh, actually gone into your iPhones or smartphones and adjusted the privacy settings. Uh, it's not all that hard to do once you're in there, but many people don't uh, go into them. Uh, you should. Uh, new features include an alert that will notify users when apps are trying to gather uh, data about you using Bluetooth and uh, other uh, functionality uh, improvements to give you more control. Of course, you have to use the control or it all doesn't mean much of anything. 
So it's really up to each of us to set our own privacy settings. Uh, Apple's not the only one uh, trying to deal with uh, third-party apps that uh, enter their system. Amazon uh, has been auditing third-party apps that uh, may infringe uh, Amazon's policies about how you how they collect uh, personal information from their customers, obviously a critical part of Amazon's business. Uh, apps that have accessed, uh, accessed customer information through Amazon's marketplace web service, uh, some of them have violated, in Amazon's view, Amazon's policies. And so they've had their access revoked or been required to submit information about their apps uh, in order to be to continue to use marketplace web service. Uh, and, and Facebook uh, as well has suspended tens of thousands of apps as part of its investigation that followed, of course, the Cambridge Analytical, Analytica data uh, harvesting scandal. Uh, so you see the, the giants of technology scrambling to create a balance between uh, the convenience we all enjoy from location services and other things through the web and our uh, desires to protect some of our personal information. Three other things moving forward. A coalition of uh, community groups out in San Diego, California, are now calling for use of the city's smart streetlights to uh, be suspended. What's that about? Well, these are streetlights that use cameras, microphones, other technologies to collect data about uh, pedestrian movements, vehicle counts, parking availability, uh, you know, all important uh, parts of uh, a city planning effort. Uh, but the coalition, a data privacy type coalitions, demanding the public be more informed about this and, uh, and tell people what data is collected and, uh, and have some uh, greater oversight uh, over how it's used. You're seeing this uh, throughout the country. Of course, uh, San Francisco preceded this by uh, uh, banning uh, the use of facial, tech, uh, facial recognition technology. And we'll see how it all unfolds, this balance between public order and uh, privacy uh, very much at stake in what you see at, at city levels. The Interactive Advertising Bureau has a tech lab. It's a trade group of advertisers and media companies. And they're calling for a new way for ad companies to track consumers. They have now out a published proposal for enhanced accountability that outlines uh, technical solutions and standards, moving away basically from cookies to tracking consumers with a single standardized identifier. Uh, it's a worth, uh, worth a look for anybody in the marketing uh, and advertising business because it's, it, it, it pretty much represents uh, the current best practices among at least U.S. Uh, companies in that, in that sector. Facebook uh, had a, uh, a motion to dismiss a class action involving damages relating to the Cambridge Analytica scandal. But a court rejected uh, most of Facebook's claims uh, in the motion to dismiss level, where you have to take everything as true and uh, what the plaintiffs are saying. Facebook had, had argued that uh, the users hadn't suffered uh, a real harm yet, uh, nothing they could show. And so there really wasn't any legitimate privacy interest in the information they shared on social media. After all, people had posted it on uh, social media. But uh, a U.S. District Court dismissed uh, 
some of the claims, but left many of them. So the case will continue out there. And uh, the judge in that case called Facebook's views about privacy, quote, so wrong, close quote. So the great battle between uh, technology and convenience uh, on one side and privacy and our personal rights on the other side uh, is in the courts. And we'll see where it all heads. That's an update for the first week of autumn 2019. Signing off for the Data Privacy Detective, remember, protecting your personal data begins with you.